Hello and welcome to News Munch, your look into the world of weird. I'm Jay, I'll be your host today. Have you ever heard of the Muffin Man? That's not the rhyme. Here are your weird news headlines. Nightclub bouncers in Texas ripped a colostomy bag off a crone sufferer because they thought it was a security threat. A man with no arms who swam for whales stabbed his dad in the stomach with a blade from a pair of scissors he held between his toes. Hawaii is considered raising the legal smoking age to 100 years old. A Kim Jong-un impersonator has been deported from Vietnam ahead of the real North Korean leaders meeting with Donald Trump in Hanoi this week. And finally, the marketing VP of a tuna company cited young people as the reason why the tuna can market is in decline, saying a lot of millennials don't even own can openers. Those are your weird news headlines. I'm not the only one in the studio today. Joining me is Fraser. Hello there. Brad. How you doing, Joe? And Dylan. Hello. I asked you how you're doing. How you doing? Doing good? You obviously revolt him because he's not answered you. Understood. If you haven't listened to the show before, here's how the, sh- <laughs> here's how the show works. Every week we come to this table with a weird news story. We pitch it to everyone else. And at the end of the show, we come together and decide who has the weirdest story of the week. First up with their story is Dylan. All right, guys. So um, what body part would you lose if you had the choice? Bit of a morbid opener. But Elbow. Like, Elbow, yeah? Appendix. Just, I've already lost my appendix. All right, so appendix, that, that just makes sense. Brad, if you lost your elbow, you wouldn't be able to bend your arm. Yep, straight arms. So, like, like, define losing the elbow. The rest of the arm stays the same. The elbow's gone. Okay, Jay, how about you? Because I don't want to think about the logistics of Brad answers because clearly he hasn't either. <laughs> I, because I think eye patches I, look cool. They do. Uh, mine would be my nose, just, like, I would... Run. It, makes yeah, anyway. it, it, it makes complete sense. Full like, transformation to Voldemort. I have it wrote down here, Voldemort. Voldemort anecdote. Because, I mean, like, I feel like one of... What's a Voldemort anecdote? Yeah, I was in the pub with Voldemort last week. Voldemort, funny aside. No, because, like... I was with Voldemort, how does he smell? Yeah, Voldemort gets a bad rap, uh... So, like, you know how, like, when you look, like, you probably don't because you're all fully functional human beings who have all capabilities with senses. For me, I don't really, like, ima- like, there's, a, like, the idea of the phantom pain for, like, amputees, where it's, like, they still feel their arm and stuff. Is this, like, free therapy for you? No, no, this is something different. This, is, this doesn't help me in any way come to terms with the fact it's that I don't can't smell. It's not at the minute. <laughs> so, I, I, I got to the point where, like, I, I would rather imagine myself without out a nose because it just never gets used anyway. Oh, Dylan. It's a sad situation, but some people don't accept <laughs> so it. So sad, so sad. Some it's pe- a sad, sad some, situation. Some people don't accept the sadness. Some people go above and beyond. Like this guy, David Agulia, who has built himself a robotic prosthetic arm using Lego pieces after being born without a right forearm due to a rare genetic condition. That's dope. That guy is immediately my hero. Actually Lego. Actual Lego. Not, not even blocks. Not even the robotics kit. <laughs> Fair play to the lad. I would love to watch the three-minute time-lapse on the Dad Bible on Facebook. Like, watch man build arm out of Lego. Imagine building yourself an arm and, like, it being reduced down to, like, Joe Facebook clips. Just... How, does, how does it get on to the nub? Straps. <laughs> <laughs> This is good news, though. Did you really have to consult your paper for that? <laughs> like, this means, this Lego arm that you can build yourself means we're only, like, for three or four years away from Luke Skywalker prosthetic hand technology. <laughs> yeah, fully. Because that was, like, Meccano in the original. <laughs> yeah, A couple we went, more Christmases and we've cracked it. We went we went from Duplo and I mean, now we're here at happened a long Kinect. time ago, though. In a galaxy far, far away. <laughs> I hate you both for that. Uh, Aguliard 19... Feisty one you are! <laughs> Aguliard 19, who studies bioengineering at the Universitat Internacional de Catalunya in Spain, so the University of Catalonia. Love the pronunciation. Thanks for the translation. He pronounces that quite well. I'm not going to yeah. get on his yeah, back. Thank you. Then he Appreciate translated it. His... Redundant translation. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're about as much because of his nub before the Lego. <laughs> what have you done, Fraser, to help yourself? You know, what, Have you like studied something to build yourself a toy arm? I, I was usable? born perfect in God's image. Yet poor at the same time. And now here you are, taking flights, taking jets. Yeah, exactly. You betrayed the working class. Jesus didn't live it. a lavish life. I've Jesus didn't live a lavish life. Lavish life? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. My parents got a tip. My parents side. My parents got a tip. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fraser's hijacking Dylan segment. 
sorry about that, folks. Uh, seems like we had some uh, technical difficulties. Yeah. Dylan, do you want to continue with your story? Agulia, 19, who studies bioengineering at the... Uh, he's university. 19? He's 19 years old. Christ, I'm wasting my life. So he studies bioengineering at the uh, International University. Ah, yeah. Could have told you that before the Lego one. So he's at Catalonia University in Spain. He's on his fourth model of the colourful prosthetic arm, and his dream is to design affordable robot limbs for those who need them. You, you said fourth model. And are you immediately it... thinking of Iron Man? <laughs> no, 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 no. Because it's made of Lego. Oh, yeah. It's not really a great solution to the whole limb problem, is it? Once his favourite toys, the plastic bricks, became the building material for Agula's first, yet still very rudimentary, artificial arm at the age of nine. And each new version had more movement capability than the one before. So hold on, he did this ten years ago, when he was nine? Yeah, because he, did, he felt uncomfortable with his like, stumpy he arm. He should have probably moved on to some better materials by now. Probably. Start a Lego, move on up, get to Meccano age... Like, what? Brad, mean, you're getting like a 2 12. 2 in journalism and he's studying bioengineering. So. Yeah, and I've got two arms and no Lego. Mm. I bet you I can make a Lego arm quicker, though. <laughs> well, not... I can click the bricks together like that, I haven't got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Fraser is miming See, putting like, bricks I, 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 together I, I, with one arm in comparison to his two. What? <laughs> This upsets me because this guy, the next thing I have on here is this quote, which is, as a child, I just wanted to, his, his quote was, I wanted to see myself in the mirror like I see other guys with two hands, and you're a f***ing ragging So hold on. Because he can't build with two hands. So his, his idea was, <laughs> I want to look like everyone else, I'm going to put Lego on yeah. where my arms should be. I'm happy for him, I think this is great, I'm just saying, like. Yeah, so he said he was really nervous to be in front of other people because obviously he was different, as you two are keenly observed. Look, if you're going to tell me some dude's lost his arm and replaced it with he Lego... He didn't lose it. He just didn't have one. It wasn't his fault. All right. Fault. If you're going to yeah, tell he me... Did, he didn't leave it in his pee bag and <laughs> it got thrown out with the lost and found at the end of the year. He was born without it. Look, good luck to him. All I'm saying is there's better materials available now. You see, he, he, you see Oscar Pistorius running no, around. No, 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 that's not the point. It's but, meant to be affordable. Yeah, but also... That's oh, Oscar Pistorius. Oh, that's the thing. Oh, that makes a lot more... Oh, good on this lad. Good on that boy. Yeah. Like, so he has all the versions that he made on display in his room in the university residences on the outskirts of Barcelona. Okay, that's the num- creepy. The num- well, of course he's going to do that. I was just taking the girl back. Want to see my Lego arms? <laughs> well, it's already hard enough to take someone back. It's an innate handicap. Yeah, he's not surprising anyone with the fact that he has extra arms. That is a surprise. It's like, it's like, he, no, it, because you go you go to someone, like they're not like, oh, wow, your arm. I thought it was real the whole time. It's made of Lego. <laughs> no, he is surprising somebody with his extra arms because most people think he has one. They get back to his. He has three. Well, Fraser, how many Lego sets exist in the world? Like, you can make a lot of arms. That's what I mean. Yeah, so he's not going to have just one. Anyway, moving on, because I feel like you've just we've, we've lost a lot of the time. Okay, sorry, this. big question before you move on. I said that I would get rid of my elbow, and you said that would remove how you move the arm. If his arm is all Lego, how does it bend, apart from just saying straps? Pro- okay, what Agulia, that's the question. Who you- does it bend? Who you, Agulia, who uses Lego pieces provided by a friend, proudly displayed a red and yellow, fully functional robot arm he built when he was 18. They're not even his Lego pieces. <laughs> oh my god. Why do you all hate the handicap people? I love What's him. What's wrong with you? I love him. I think this is great. I think, one, there's going to be great body positivity for kids who are sensitive about their missing arms, and they can have a Lego arm, which is quite cool. Two, it's cheap, so you can have it in third world countries. And three... I've always gone, yeah, I'd like to be a Lego man. See, I'm all for it. I've been getting angry at you guys about like making jokes about everything about it, but I've just read, I just remember what his YouTube channel's called. What? Hand Solo. <laughs> I can't stop thinking of the. Um, it's all justified now. The yeah, C3PO it's all justified. Like, You probably don't recognise me with my new arm. No, so, good on him, because I do I do think it's good for people who don't have yeah. enough money. That so is like, the key point here. Under the uh, pseudonym Hand Solo on YouTube, he says his aim is to show people that nothing is impossible and disability can't stop them. Brad. No, good on him. After graduating from uni, he wants to create affordable prosthetic solutions for people who need them. And his quote is, I would try to give them a prosthetic, even if it's for free, to make them feel like a normal person. Because really, so long as they can function, what is normal, right? My last aside, tying to the arms thing, is for those who are bored with humdrum human arms, there's inspiration in the sea. University of Washington designer Kayleen Cow has created a prosthetic arm that curls around objects like an octopus tentacle. So now we have the uh, supervillain to David Aguilar's uh, hero. You know, I, I'm basically, I wanted to pitch a movie to you, but I feel like this elevator pitch might be over soon for me. So What's his power, exactly? Well, he has a tentacle arm, doesn't he? No, that's the villain. 
What's the what's, what's good old um, Julio's name? What was his because name? if you tell me his David. his superpower is that he has one arm, well, that's not. <laughs> But, like, imagine being able to build, like... Dots. It's not a disability. It's my superpower. <laughs> that could be very badly misinterpreted as some it's like, it's very just... awful racially appropriated voice acting there, yeah. Jay. That's my Kanye voice. That's not... It's Kanye. We're allowed to for this one. Ah! Now it's Kanye. <laughs> You're just as bad as everyone else. Scoop, you whoop, whoop, scoop. <laughs> I feel like this guy's superpower, as much as it's cliche to say, is his ability to create. And plus, imagine, like, squaring up with someone. You try, like, you know, grabbing him by the arm. It comes off. He pulls out another one. <laughs> and beats you to death with it. Yeah. He just could, he could just connect based on Legos. Uh, David Aguilar is... Uh, it may be weird in the sense of what he's creating it out of, but I think it's one of the most heartwarming weird stories that we have. Someone who's managed to work with the limitations that they have, push themselves far enough, has a truly good reason for doing what they want to do, all while remaining absolutely unequivocally a weirdo about it. Thanks for your story, Dylan. Next up with their story is Brad. Thanks, Jay. So today we're going to talk about celebrations and what we'd all like to do once we get to a certain age. Now, we're all going to be approaching our 21st birthday. That's normally a big time for celebrations. Yeah, um, Fraser is approaching his 21st birthday. <laughs> I'm approaching my second 21st birthday in the sense that I'm already 21. I forgot oh, you're 42. Right. 42. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I'm a 42-year-old man here with three 14-year-old boys, and we do our fun podcast in a dark room every week. <laughs> Very close to real life. It's very close. Um, so, 21st birthday. 21st birthday. They're big. But you know what's bigger? 100th birthdays, right? And I don't know if we're all going to make it. Me, probably no. Dill, what do you think? Do you think you're going to make it to 100? Yeah. Yeah? In a cruel twist of logic and of all sense. Yeah. yeah. Jay? Uh, probably not. Probably not. Why do you think that is? I mean, off myself is an off-com friendly, so... <laughs> um, yeah, so probably just... Lose the will to live. Ah, yeah, That's works, the peachy yeah. version. Fraser, you're going to make it. Nah. nah. No, I'll be one of those really bitter old men, actually. I'll make it to 130. <laughs> to keep pushing on. Well, we're going to talk about Dole Jenkins today, because she celebrated her 100th birthday. Did you say Dole? Dole. Short for Dolly. Oh, okay. I thought you meant as in, like, your wage. Dole. Oh. <laughs> no, Dole is in old people are boring. <laughs> Uh, well, Dole Jenkins is not boring because um, her birthday wish at the care home that she lives in uh, was to have two naked butlers follow her around for the day. Um, the the um, the care home that she's in do like kind of like anti make a wish, like the opposite to like celebrate the birthdays of old people who keep living. Um, well, and- I mean, it's not anti make a wish because yeah. in both scenarios they die. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And at the same time, they also get what they want. Yeah, they, <laughs> anti make a wish would be like you want to meet John Cena. <laughs> Oh, here's a packet of crisps. Soak it up. It's called. <laughs> it's, it's called. It's called the sparkle. Anti make a wish. It's the opposite of make I want to meet Iron Man. It's like getting an abusive doctor to spit in your eyes and tell you it's definitely not going to be right. okay. Anti make a wish, as in make a wish gives dying kids what they want, and the sparkle initiative gives really old people who are still living what they want on their birthdays. Great. So Dole Jenkins got to be followed around by two strapping young men, um, and apparently she had a great time. Yeah, but um, she can she can stay barely walk Dole, unfortunately, but she does <laughs> not after her birthday. <laughs> she she does get up every now and then. <laughs> she gets up every now and then, followed around the blokes who came in and helped her out. Um, and Leia Jones, uh, she's a senior carer at the home, and this is the home's in Colchester, Essex. Normally, I wouldn't be speaking positively about Colchester, but you've got to kind of appreciate. But what there's naked done men here, involved. So. Naked men, and I'm in. <laughs> Apparently, according to Leia, her face just lit up when they came in. She was beaming. We all sat in the lounge area waiting for them, and when they came in, she was taken aback. I think it's a beautiful story about you not growing up and continuing to do what you want, which in this case is perving on sexy young lads who, uh, weren't, we got... who weren't even alive when you were 75. <laughs> have you got quotes from these lads? Have they got a comment here? Do I, you... don't, I don't think they're paid to speak. Jay. Yeah, due to their work, yeah. they're not allowed to. Nan's been a bit weird since the illness, <laughs> but anything for a hundredth. Well, I think if they're willing to do it, I'm sure they get paid. Um, by the Sparkle Initiative. Oh, yeah, I'm sure they're getting paid somewhat. I yeah. don't think and it's one of the better jobs you can have as a male stripper, it's like work I'm sure. ex- It's like work experience as a male stripper. Work experience. Volunteer work. <laughs> Once you do your time, then yeah. you, you know, 
get a, you gotta do a mandatory like 100 hours of care home volunteering and you, then you get a <laughs> the foot in the retirement door you get your stripper <laughs> diploma Sparkle Initiative this is a private company right private uh, it, it's, it's an initiative run by the care home that she's part of oh right so it's not like a state run thing because otherwise no, it's, it's, your tax dollars aren't going to be paying tax dollars yeah Tax dollars, yeah. Or, your, or like whatever Chinese currency this is, because this is just a repeat of funeral stripper. The difference here is mm. Dole is alive and can talk about and experience what she's doing firsthand. Um, apparently, according to Abigail, uh, not Abigail, sorry, Leia, the um, uh, care worker, she told them to go and put some clothes on, but soon she came out of her shell and was flirting and smacking their bottoms. If that was an old man doing that to two young women, there would be outroar. Wee-woo, wee-woo, no. <laughs> it, it, would bad. Be, it would be hard brakes on the st- hard brakes on the stop, hard stopping on the brakes there. But That's got having a stroke. down on the Me Too accelerator. <laughs> Apparently she loved it and kept asking him to come back and say goodbye properly, which I don't really know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> but Dole's a prom- promiscuous young woman. Um, and the, Who you can know, barely walk. Only back in, 100, back in the day. I, I, young. One out of three of those things were true. Born in 1909, she's witnessed two world wars. She deserves two strapping young lads. That's all and I'm saying. And one World Cup. <laughs> Do-da. <laughs> Do-da. <laughs> Just to put this in perspective, she has six grandchildren, ten great-grandchildren, and four great-great-grandchildren who have all put money towards giving her this experience. How expensive were these? (laughs) Well, it wasn't like... There are so many relatives in this situation. Yeah, but she's so old, all those relatives were still saving up in shillings and sixpence. Still. (laughs) One of my favourite things about this is that the thing she kept... Because so, um, the, the boys, the boys, I'm going to call them the boys, they were invited around for lunch as well. And apparently they could have tea or wine. Are they getting paid for this <laughs> too? <laughs> no, this is wine. just free free food as well. You have a, a cream tea, some little of those tiny sandwiches, and tea or wine. They chose tea, she chose wine. Um, and apparently once they left, her care worker said, uh, she kept asking if we can go and find the naked men again. <laughs> I'm glad she got what she needed. She had this. a great time, and she said uh, she's quoted that if she turns 101, she wants them back. Oh, that's just great. She got no. She got a letter from the Queen. You've had like, your that's wish. been her big day. This one won't be publicised by the world. Um, and to celebrate her life, uh, we're going to feel our thrill of our own and do the rest of the show naked by gambling. Why are you pulling out a scratch? Because I've got some happy birthday scratch cards that we're all going to have a go on. <laughs> So here we go. This is, this is great in studio. <laughs> no, because here we go. We're going to tell everyone who wins. I've got coins for everyone. Don't top worry. prize of oh £5,000, by the way. Yeah, top You know, if we win, you know, we don't need to set up that Patreon. Uh, there's there's 20p for you. Do you remember that time when we used if to I win, I'm giving you full coin tosses? Yeah. We, let's toast this winter doll, you know, because she she's what I want to be when I grow up, and that's never growing up. So who, who's going to win? If we're I, scratching everything. Yeah, we're scratching if everything. If I win, you get five out of five for presentation. Oh, oh, oh. How'd you win? What's the... You match free. I thought I won 20 quid, but I didn't. Um, And then there's also a bonus game that if you find a balloon in the cupcake, uh, you win a prize. Uh, I have got a card. I haven't. I've got a present, so I haven't won. Uh, Wait, can I match it with the two other things? No, no, it's just... That's three in the top. So no winners. So we none of us won, and just it's like a, news much, uh, there's no winners. Brad, it says the overall odds of winning a prize are approximately one in four point three. So if you just bought one more Should've, ticket, we would have we would have won. Bought, if you bought zero point three of a ticket, we, we would have won. Guaranteed win. We would have had, five, had five people in news month. Five grand. I wouldn't have to speak to any of you ever again. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> Thanks for your story, Brad. You're very welcome. You're listening to News Munch on CSR. No, 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 no. What are you doing? Next up is... No. Fra- Fraser. Ah. Tell your story. What no, story have you got, No, can't across? make me. I refuse. What's your story today? What's my story? You guys are censoring me and the people need to know the truth. I have no idea what you're talking the about. The Jesus incident, Jay. The Jesus incident. What Jesus incident? The Jesus incident. Bigger than the crucifixion. No, for starters. Just, just tell your story. No. We'll talk about this after. No. No, we always talk about it after. I'm sick of the injustice. The people need to hear what I have to say. What do you want me to do, man? Play the tape. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) What have you done, Fraser, to help yourself? You know, have you, like, studied something to build yourself a toy arm? I I was born perfect in God's image. Yet poor at the same time. 
And now here you are, taking flights, taking jets. Yeah, exactly. You betrayed the working class. Jesus didn't live it. a lavish life. I've Jesus didn't live a lavish life. Lavish life? <laughs> this is what I'm saying. My parents this is got what a tip. My, par- my parents got I a tip. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm... welcome to Fraser's hijacking Dylan segment. I, my name is I got... Fraser Norwell. I come from poverty. My parents hate me. We've heard this story Jesus so many poor. times. Right? Like every this every, every episode. I tell you what, no, hear me out. Can I For my Christmas story, right? Right? For my christening, to celebrate my birth, one, my parents threw it onto the end of their wedding because they're tight. Two, I got a stupid fate <laughs> and a horrible little <laughs> silver box to put my baby teeth in, which were all rotten and mouldy nowadays, by the way. Yep. Jesus got gold, frankincense and myrrh. But he was born How in a... How the f*** does that compare? I was born in a barn. <laughs> well, Fraser, what have you got like whip down like the high street because of what you tell people? Like, your life lessons, <laughs> well, your life lessons don't get you, like, persecuted. So, Fraser... Are you calm now so I can explain to you what I said? Yeah, go on. So Dylan was saying that you weren't God, and I. <laughs> and then I supported you. And said saying you were. Jesus didn't live a lavish life. Did. Alla Fraser. Put me on a cross, I'll take the gold. <laughs> Especially if I can come back three days later and floss on the Romans. Oh, <laughs> hell! Sorry, Dylan. It's just that triggered me because Jesus did not have a lavish life. That's what we're saying. He did. I mean, <laughs> I know. everyone loved him. <laughs> everyone in the county. <laughs> Everyone loved him. Thousands right, of followers. Okay, so you go back to like twenty. Are you like just forgetting the whole like crucifix thing? Oh, somebody crucified me, so I come back a couple of days later and said it didn't work, and then I went to an eternal paradise with my dad. I've put up a worse over a Christmas dinner. <laughs> I played it. You happy now? No. Great. You're listening to News Munch on CSR. Dylan and Brad have both pitched their stories. Next up with their story is Fraser. Okie dokies. We've all pulled a sickie from school, haven't we? Oh, yeah, definitely. Loads of but times. Absolutely. 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 I've never faked being ill. Oh, I have. have. You not? No, of course not. I have, I'm definitely. I'm a model student. All right, Brad's a nerd. Yeah, I am. Have you ever faked being ill to try and uh, get a day off? I don't think properly. Like I half. think I kind of like... You know, milked it. You milked it. Yeah, yeah milk, milked we've all milk. milked it. Milk oh yeah, you you got you got to think about it logically. There's, there's an illness to start with. But isn't yeah. it great when like your parents have to go to work and you fully milked it off and you've got the house to yourself? Well, yeah. Normally, I would be similar. Yeah, they just tell you like, oh, cook anything you want, so we all like yeah. the snacks in the house. Yeah, and ice everything. cream for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Anyway, little that side note: once to get a day off of school, it was really icy, and um, I come to my mum in the morning and I lied and I said I'd had a terrible dream where the bus skidded on the ice and fell into the river and we all drowned horrible deaths. And that worked. And I could see my sister's eyes. So we've established in this uh, show that Fraser's a sociopath. And a pathological liar. And a pathological liar. Wait, but did, did she let you stay off school? Yeah. Because you, you, gave go... her the, you gave her the fear, man. <laughs> you always go on about how your parents don't care about you. That's a loving gesture. Yeah, they couldn't afford a funeral. <laughs> so the retaliation is to... Uh... Let me stay at home and play Fallout New Vegas, yeah. No, that's not retaliation. That's just the end result. Uh, you know what? I'm not going to question. Look, I got You're my a, day off. Yeah. Anyway, I I did, I, you know what? Fraser Why is this relevant? Off. Fraser. Anyway, so we've all pulled a sickie. Apart from Brad, he was a model student. I wasn't. One of my school reports once listed my attendance as 62 percent for the whole year. <laughs> oh my god! That's awful. Wow. That's actually horrendous. You get like called up for stuff like that. Yeah. I hit 100 percent once. Once. You're a nerd. You're <laughs> everything I, I... I hated about school. Um. Anyway. Me too. So yeah. I've got a story about someone had one of those days. Um, she was 15. Her mum let her slide away with a bit of a soft sickie. She more milked it. She didn't think of a horrible, terrible lie to get a couple of, <laughs> couple of extra hours in front of the box. Um, so anyway, everyone left the house. She tucked into her favourite jar of Nutella. By the way, this story starts off quite innocuous, quite boring. Mm-hmm. But it, hopefully it will revolt you and turn your stomachs. It was in the 90s, so she had to stay indoors all day, sit by the house phone. So she did what every teenager does when they're at home. Um, go through everyone's and see what they can find. <laughs> so in her brother, she found in her brother's room. She found a few um, inside her brother pornographic magazines Goodness. under his Goodness bed, me. and a few coins that he wouldn't know if they were missing. And I want to get an ice cream, and the ice cream man gets here to soothe my tonsillitis. <laughs> good child, good anyway, child. next stop was her parents' room. There was the gross stuff, you know, mm. her mum's vibrator. Mm. 
her dad's secret shame cigarettes that she would steal. But it was good. And then she stumbles across. Some... <laughs> it was good. I'm sorry, yeah. Oh, well, yeah, not... four. Oh, yeah, there, were, yeah. there was some shameful stuff, but they were good. A, cu- a couple darts. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. Porno. She had a couple of fags. That's what I mean. Like, she didn't obviously want to find a vibrator. <laughs> Nobody wants to find their mother's vibrator. You can please stop saying the word vibrator. <laughs> okay. I will stop saying that word for you, Jay. So anyway, she found some VHS tapes. Uh-huh. Okay. They include her mum's vibrator. <laughs> no, she'd already touched the vibrator and put it back. Um, Wait, what? <laughs> As I just put it away without using it. She was it. like, what's this? Oh, it's what? my mum's dildo. Better put this back. What VHS tapes? Was it The Ring? Um, Garfield 2? Well, she wasn't sure. Taylor 2 like, keys. Yeah. Like any kid, when they see some VHS tapes that aren't labelled, they're like, Game on, secret movie stash. <laughs> yeah, back in the glory days, yeah. yeah. Can't wait. I got to saw Platoon at the age of seven, but I didn't really get what it was about because I didn't know what the Vietnam War was. Because my dad recorded it on a dodgy VHS. So you can find some cool stuff. And she was hoping to find some cool stuff. And she was like, this is curious. My parents have an alphabetical list of all the VHSs. What is this? I'm intrigued. So... Um, she took Is the a... Nutella relevant to any of this? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. She was tucking in on her favourite snack foods. You know, like, if you sleep in and don't go to uni, what's the first thing you do? You're like, yeah, kick cat, I've earned it. I've earned it doing nothing with my life, innit? He's pegged you there. I'm going to have a kick cat, I want to Jeremy Carr show and just think about how stupid everyone else is. <laughs> Come on, Brad, it's your routine. I know you, you're a creature oh. of habit. Oh. Oh. What? We all do that. We all just sit down. Like, what? Yeah. I'm ripping to Brad. <laughs> Nine Even Brad yeah. does it. Oh, I can't. Nine o'clock in the morning, I'm going to have a Dr. Pepper. I, I go, do it sometimes. Oh, yeah, you know what? F- it. I'm not going into conference today. I'm just going to stay in here and think about how much I hate Brad and how much of a loser he is. <laughs> no, sometimes, Stupid Brad. sometimes I'm like, you I know I bet what? he's watching Jeremy Carter right now. Oh, he balls my piss that, Bradley. <laughs> I didn't mean it at Brad, I'm just saying. When you have a day off... I don't know you what in, to say. When you have a day... Is it because I've sort of nailed your routine? <laughs> like, you treat yourself... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying you indulge yourself if I have a day off I'll have I'll have, I'll have something I'm not meant to have for breakfast like some Lego or some absinthe some and then I'll sit down and play football manager all day and then about 5 o'clock I'll go oh that was a good day's work there yeah. I'll definitely go to uni tomorrow and then before I know it um, I've been disowned <laughs> So she, you lost where you were, haven't so you? She, so she found no. the alphabetised VHS no, collection. she found the uncategorised VHS collection. Ooh, oh, the mystery box. The mystery box, the magical mystery tour of the 90s. <laughs> so anyway, she goes to the living room, sets her down on the couch. Um, she thought she heard the door. <laughs> Quick, hide the stash. Luckily, it was no one. So stash back out, game on. Let's... <laughs> Let's eat the forbidden fruit. <laughs> is, that, is that about the Nutella or is that the vibrator again? No. So anyway, the movie starts with a man looking into the camera. The camera's on a tripod and he's tapping the lens to make sure it works. And um, the man oh, was... He's going to describe this the man, whole VHS, isn't he? The man was fully naked yeah. and he walks towards the woman who was always naked and this is how she describes it. <laughs> the dude jumped on the woman and they started having stiff missionary sex. It was the least sensual porn I had ever seen. And although I didn't have much to compare it with, I was pretty sure this was amateur. Despite this, I tried to have a little <laughs> but my heart wasn't in it, even though I felt <sighs> obliged watching porn and all. <laughs> oh, is this... I think I know, I where, know where this is going. There was a little grunting and it went on for about 10 minutes. I was trying to get into it, but I got a bit bored. So I fast forwarded a little bit and sat back down to what I, to watch what I hoped would be a glorious finale. All quoted as well, verbatim. It wasn't glorious. It actually made me wonder whether sex was fun at all. Some porn, I thought. Then the man got up and walked towards the camera. Doodle swinging around. He was smiling. Then the next thoughts happened rapidly over the about four seconds. He looked familiar. Really familiar. He looks like my dad. Ha! How weird is that? Oh, my God. It's my dad. Oh, okay, okay. That was a oh. Shyamalan-like twist, oh, right, guys? God. This is My page mom. one of three. <laughs> no, this this is the last page. Oh. So this woman had pleasured herself to a video of her parents having intercourse. Mm. No one wants that. No, that's a nightmare. 
Oh my god! Nightmare. You know what she did after that? She went back upstairs to her dad's room after putting the CDs away, found his secret stash of shame cigarettes, smoked the whole packet, and went back to her bed feeling genuinely sick to her stomach. Was that that whole... was planned the whole time to ch- tell your kids don't around. play hooky? It's a cautionary tale. Don't put a sicky, or you might end up watching your parents bang. <laughs> I feel like there's been very little... Uh... Is this a... How, when did this... Like, is this a recent thing? It was posted online to an Australian magazine <laughs> who wrote to the magazine. They were like, what's your weirdest moment having some quality alone time? So they sent her this account and they published it. They, like, outed her completely. Well, uh, her name and all? No, her name remained anonymous. Oh, okay, thank Christ. Unfortunately, I was going to Facebook her and then be like, ha-ha, <laughs> <laughs> Should have just watched a Jeremy Carl show and had a Kit Kat like Brad does. <laughs> Don't even like watching the Jeremy Carl show. Or Kit Kats. Much prefer Police Interceptors. I prefer Judge Ryder just because he's so like, oh, you thought you were clever, weren't you, breaking the law? But in fact, you owe your stepmother £1,248. Take that, you peasant. Anyway, um, all aside, what a strange tale about... Why you shouldn't take a day off when you're not supposed to, or rummage around suspicious-looking VHS tapes in your parents' room? So Fraser, if you were, um, you know, if you were a child still, would you would you still fake horrendous dreams to your parents? I would adopt a penis in pants policy until I could definitely ascertain who was on the naughty VHS I was watching. And to this day, I do that because of this story. Thanks for your story, Fraser. I guess. And last up for their story is me. Me. <laughs> me means me, <laughs> not Dylan. <laughs> um, go on, go on, Jay. I got excited. I want to go again. Go no, on. that's fine. I, I don't care. Go on, no. Jay. Knock us dead. And last up is me. Uh, I want to place you into the wizarding world of Harry Potter. I My favourite you... subject, apart from <laughs> otters. I thought you were going to say Waverly Place. I was so in. No, no. Wizards Waverly Place, you know, good. But they get TV in Basildon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's only four channels, though. So you're 11 years old. Ooh. You're coming to Hogwarts for the first time. You're excited about learning magic. You're not in the Harry Potter situation where you know nothing about it. You're aware of the world. You're excited to be taught by all so these famous So you're not Harry Potter, teachers. you're just some chump. With no, just, some, just some regular magical yeah. child looking to hone their skills. What wizard or witch are you looking forward to getting taught by? McGonagall, she can turn into a cat. Do we have a list of names? Because I, I never, I don't like Livens it up a bit. That'll do. I'm too into my Harry Potter. I'll stay out of this discussion. No, no. D- no throw a my, name. Throw my a name. head cannon gets a bit too Throw weird. a name. Well, it depends, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Talk like, us through. Mad-Eye Moody, where he's not under the influence of the Polyjuice Potion and it's Barty Crouch Jr. trying to kill the kids. Okay, I think one of the mainstay teachers then, not a, you know, a one-year Sprout. dark arts teacher. Who doesn't oh, want to do magical? Oh, I, I got mine. Principal Skinner. Nice. Steamed hams at the grand table. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I just um, want a name, Fraser. Not Dumbledore, because he likes to kill children in his game of chess with the evil fascist wizard. Bishop to H6. All right, if I'm in Gryffindor, McGonagall. You know that, but like... Oh, no! Not, not any other... <laughs> Would you like anything from the trolley? We'll take the lot. Phineas, Phineas <laughs> Flitwick, he's a good choice. Um, so he's like the music teacher, right? Not no, what are you on music about? Music teacher? Flitwick's no, 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 what he was he doing. He runs the choir, but he's a He was charms a charms teacher. teacher. Oh, I'm sorry. When uh, Guardian Leviosa. Oh, you know what, Jay? You're right. You're right. If you're not professional to handle the story, you can f- do one, right? This matters to people. I it's back! List. I made it onto the do one. The list, list. is back! <laughs> Okay. Jay, well, you've now joined such an esteemed company as Sunderland. Sunderland. Orphans at Christmas. <laughs> so, uh, North, South Korea. People of Papua New Guinea. Yeah. Oh, of course. Of course, of course. <laughs> Those they they have one. a few mentions. Anyway, you know, personally, I'm not excited. Remus Lupin. Oh, my God. <laughs> Here's his Remus no, Lupin. Fair. Remus Lupin is a good pick. I, I think I I'd, I'd <laughs> Up the Marauders. I just love it. Harry Potter gets me excited, so I think I should stay out of this for the good of news much. It's fine. We won't be on Harry Potter much longer because you know, personally, not interested. I wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't really be excited uh, at being taught by any of the wizards because I know there was a better wizard out there who wasn't teaching in Hogwarts. And that wizard is a man from Australia who calls himself the Pooh Wizard. 
I feel like we were more all in on we Harry Potter. We were all in on the Harry Potter, and you've got to bring it to feces land, haven't you? You need to hashtag respect the rectum, because that's the movement that the poo wizard's part of. Oh, no. The poo wizard. Yeah, he, he created this movement, and he's, he's done a few videos to sort of get this campaign Is going. Is he a grand wizard? No, he's not a grand wizard. He's not wizard. part of the KKK, I'm sure. Um, no, he's just, he's, he's you know, a spiritual that's guy. That's good. I can be taught by him now without fear of his racial attitudes. Jay, can you enlighten me of the spiritual message of the poo wizard? Yes. So very much not in the KKK because he doesn't care about the whitenesses of his face. By that I mean, in these Respect the Rectum videos, he has poo all <laughs> over his face. Imagine like Rambo what kind stripes, of like kind of like camo on your face. Me and yeah. Brad both did the uh, cross <laughs> under the eyes It's exactly that, but then he also has some, you know, um, feces on his forehead as well. It's cheaper than a face mask, isn't it? Me and, exactly. me and him got barred from a pub last week. Me and the poo wizard. I sent a text and said, let's go to the pub, let's get <laughs> faced. I'll get there. And we both got barred. So you say <laughs> faced like it's a joke, but he, you know, he's he, actively... He was, yeah. he, He's actively calling people to get <laughs> faced with him. He sees this whole movement as kind of a unifying thing. His hope is to unshame the anus. Uh, and poo for him is the way to start this. What colour are his eyes, Jay? I, I didn't look. I was too busy staring at the poo on his face. Because I'm, I'm sure they're pink. He might have brown eyes. <laughs> because if his eyes aren't popping, with his body covered in brown, they're probably like brown or hazel. Thank you. That's the most serious thing you've said this entire episode. <laughs> so the whole idea is, uh, like I said, to destigmatize the feeling of shame around your poo. Uh, he wants us to become more poo positive, or as he, he terms it, Positive. Or as um, I call, ah, yes. Gets in there, boy. What's his name? Or as I call it, SARS positive. His name is uh, <laughs> Atlas. It's Atlas. Yeah, his name is Atlas Talisman. What, what a stool the Atlas Talisman. Atlas Talisman. Right, he is on the Christmas card list. I don't care how He's much. on the do one list, Nutter. <laughs> wee woo, wee woo, do one list. Another one in. So he says once people feel comfortable with their own earth, then we can feel comfortable with the earth of Mother Nature. It's fair to say he's a bit of a, a hippie in that way. That's quite clever marketing <clears throat> talk. I would buy something that he sells if he phrases everything like that. He says that, um, I believe the anus has been ignored or associated with male homosexuality rather than being acknowledged as a plug socket. Oh. A plug socket? Plug socket. Yeah, he, as in like a, a, a way of sourcing energy, I guess. Guess because he feels a, a way to not be allowed to be near children. He feels we can say, grow was, a lot more if we, you know, learn to respect the rectum. It was associated with homosexuality. Oh, like using it as a plug socket. He says it's such a vital part of our existence, our dietary and our sexual health. We need to unlearn the negative associations. So he has a few ways that he uh, wants to encourage people to celebrate poo. Um, Go on. He wants people to do it in whatever they want way they can mm -hmm. but uh, an example he gives is uh, fecal fractals the alliteration has got me hooked straight away best way to describe it is finger paintings um, <laughs> <laughs> with poo uh, he shows one in the video as well it's it's a it's a basic tree you know with uh, the the roots and the branches coming off it and uh, as he's turning the pictures around you can you can actually see oh, no, that... the feces on his hand because he about that life I think Fraser is about to vomit up? Potentially. Gag it. You guys are probably wondering. Um, no. Who is Atlas Talisman, the man behind the poo? Uh, motivational speaker and spiritual leader, kind of. Uh, he's all about unlocking the true potential by breaking free of reality's Jay, shackles. Jay, what's his job? Okay, so on his Facebook page, he designs himself as a game designer of a thing called... <laughs> <laughs> Gamers rise up! <laughs> no, but a game designer of open world theatre, which is his, like, group that's about... Unacting, not acting, unacting, unlearning all society's, you know, conceptions and all that stuff. The artists are not trying to entertain, but instead honour those present by allowing insight into their human process during moments of vulnerability and empowerment. So, you know, people are going to dismiss him as a, yeah, very liberal. So in, fake. in this open world game, School can you have fake. some fecal fun? It's not or... a game. It's life. What? He says he's a game designer of real life because oh he's my teaching God, he's people mental. how to... But is he? Yes. Because he's you know, a whack job. He, he's very aware of this. He yeah. said, I don't mind being the butt of the joke. Humor is the best <laughs> vessel. But. Yeah, I know. He likes his puns. 
Humor's the best vessel for serious issues. That's our show statement right there. Yeah. Thank you, Atlas. We should put him as our talisman. He plans to journey his developments, and he understands that sometimes we're not always in a space to follow our positive rituals. So he... He recommends that we uh, all uh, get a cup, like a little a little poop cup, and um, you know take it round with us so we can. Uh, Does he sell those on his on his? Uh, I don't think so. Actually, WordPress. he's just like you should you should go do it. He's missing an opportunity. Well, yeah, world's it. world's best dad on the side. He he, he calls those uh, poop cups the best way to catch our downloads. <laughs> uh, he says. When we release and we really surrender and we don't pinch, sometimes we can end up holding in a whole log. Does that, like... Wait, he's Australian, right? Feeling the weight of it in my palm, it Jay. feels very... Yes, he's Australian, but originally from New Zealand. Explains uh, a lot. Yeah. I, think, I think the poo wizard name comes from uh, this, this quote, personally. Feeling the weight of it in my palms, obviously the poo, it feels very much like a wizard's wand. I think you might... This might be a joke, Jay. This might just be one elaborate... Like, this This is too perfect. But there's video of him doing and it, right? It wasn't just one video. It was multiple videos, and it fits very much in his theme This, of, this seems like something a 4chan user would do. Well, it, it, it seems like it could be fake, but he... Draws inspiration from the womb witches. He draws his <laughs> on pictures. He, that's enough drawing for me. <laughs> no, he draws inspiration from the womb witches. He wants to show solidarity with them. Does anyone know what the womb witches do? Let me guess. No. Period blood portraits. Close. They drink menstrual blood. Ah, yeah, sure. They say uh, it boosts energy and it's... um. You know, it's woman's life force. So I would love to drink the walls of my own sexual organs that have been shredded up and bled out. But like that, it's a, it's about getting more. It's I a... drink it up. Let's <laughs> <laughs> kill Jay. I was not expecting that there will be blood reference. It's all about getting in touch with their bodies, uh, and it, you know, public reaction to this is uh, clearly, you know, divided. Divided. Shall we say? Divided. Understandably, mostly, yeah. Sure. Mostly against, but he does have some supporters. It's like uh, dividing by one, and that's the amount of people who disagree with him. No, there are there are some supporters. There was a guy who posted up a thing in, in uh, relation to it, uh, which was a video saying, why all men should be anally penetrated. Uh, <laughs> there is a G-spot up there. A- Atlas Talisman saw this and was like, this guy is um, some more work being done to respect the rectum, I wholeheartedly support his message. I love and respecting my rectum. he spelled rectum. wholeheartedly H-O-L-E. Yeah, of course. Because nice, he nice likes stuff. his puns. How long does he spend on this? Is it why it's his full-time job and next his other job is changing life? It's just part of the movement, man. Game designer. He's, uh, he's following the way, you know. Well, just like he unacts, he's also unemployed. <laughs> That's my story, guys. Here on Newsmunch, we take stories from all over the world, but one place that seems to be a bit of a hotspot for this kind of stuff is Florida. We see headlines every other day that say, Florida man does this, or a Florida man does that. So today, we have an interview with an expert on Florida's history to tell us more about the home of weirdness. Welcome to the studio. Pleasure to be here. I can't wait to tell you about how wonderful my home state is. I mean, can't really be that wonderful, though. Excuse me? Like, it's Florida. What do you mean? It's a weird place. It's a legal skateboard without a license. You have a museum for poo. Are you going to tell me it's not weird? Oh, come on, man. Like, have you ever even been? Why would I? Florida has alligators. They're scary, and I'm not trying to get bit. Yeah, only if you provoke them. Oh, you mean like that Florida man who left his crocs in an alligator farm after he broke in and was attacked by a crocodile? <laughs> Probably thought he was being respectful or something. Are you just going to reference the stories to me? I've heard them all. <laughs> Did you hear the one about the guy who was arrested for domestic battery after he threw a cookie at his girlfriend? What about that? Yes, I've heard them all. Okay, so um, given that you're an expert on this place, tell me, what what's Florida's deal? Why is it such a cesspool for stuff like this? Okay, look, I have a PhD in mass media. I'm educated. I'm trying to help out and change the perception of Florida. The media loves to blame us for this, that, and everything weird. They pick at us like we have no feelings, brains, or heart. Okay, but that's not really the point, though. Why is Florida weird? In all honesty, you guys seem to be crazy. Hey now, you've said enough! 
I won't have anyone bad-mouthing Florida. You've heard all those stories about a Florida man does this or a Florida man does that. Well, what if I told you they were all me? You are? I am Florida man. A Florida man used his coffee cup to protect himself and his dog from a wild coyote out on a walk. That was me. A Florida man used Play-Doh to fix up damaged cars. That was also me. A Florida man stored $84,000 of cocaine in Lunchables. Those were my Lunchables. Maybe we should just calm down a little bit. I used to stuff their packets, get drivers to slow down. I was the man caught licking a doorbell for hours. I snorted a man's ashes thinking it was coke. Me. It was all me. I mean, it's not you, but okay. Maybe if it's all on me, then you'll see Florida for the sunshine state it really is. It's not all Duck Dynasty hicks and meth hits. There's real people here with real lives that people like you keep messing with. I'm whatever Florida needs me to be. Put it all on me. I can take it. Okay. Great pitch. Very heroic. Um, what about the public masturbation, uh, though? What? Yeah, every place has weird stuff, and I get that not everyone in Florida is a mess, but... Florida has the highest number of arrests for public masturbation across the whole of America. Do you uh, do you want to take credit for those two? Well, I, um, well, I, uh, uh, uh... Yeah, I, I thought you'd say something like that. By the way, that didn't even make sense. Why did you think that would work? I, uh, I saw the Dark Knight for the first time a couple days ago. I mean, Florida is about as awful as Gotham City. Film's good though, right? Oh god, it's so good. He Fletcher's amazing. You're listening to News Munch on CSR. We've all pitched our stories now. All that's left to do is decide who has the weirdest story of the week. And before we get to that, we'll, you know, just do a bit of a roundup of all of our stories. Dylan, you kick us off. What was your story? My story was about uh, the modern day hero that we all deserve, a man of self-driving passion, David Aguilar who uh, went to to bioengineering and designed a fully functional prosthetic arm out of Legos and then built it himself. Firstly, it was out of Lego. Lego yeah, we're is, not an American. Lego is the plural of Lego. Dylan's a very Americanized person, though. That's yeah. true. Doesn't make it grammatically correct. Doesn't detract from the fact he's an outstanding individual. Well, I get the fact that it's good because it's affordable. Everyone can get their hands on Lego. Um, better options out there, though. Lego falls apart quite a lot. Yeah, that's why it's that's weird, right? That's why it's that works. Does he cheat? Does he use glue? Well, that's like saying I can make an arm out of cheese, but it doesn't work and it'll fall but the, apart. No, but the but, cheese strings glued to each other. But the arm works. That's the thing here. For the now, ar- until he no, until the, he steps on it in the, the middle of the night, he goes ah. <laughs> Actually, I'm not. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna drive your story into the ground. I really liked it. No, I like it as well. I think he's a good lad. My one thing is, is that I'm not gonna be a true believer. Until I turn on Children in Need and there's a little kid in a favela with a little Lego arm. The day that happens, they can have all my money. I will give him all my money. Well, he won't need it because they're doing it with Lego. Help more people. Just wondered, if I threw the pennies on the floor, how would he pick them up? How functional is fully functional? (laughs) Fully functional. (laughs) Right. So Otherwise, I, 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 I did no, say fully. I didn't say ninety-nine. Or I didn't. No, but, value. Okay, no, but Lego bricks would struggle to pick up pennies. Yeah, and oh, yeah, yeah, but he's got the other arm, right? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, snap! Logistically, he has what? He has no arm. It's not like a, it's, it's, it's like a stump. It's a stump. It was bought from a genetic from defect from the shoulder or from elbow. So it's like basically from the elbow, as Brad said. That is the one thing he didn't want. So it's that cut off, more or less. Even though, he, so he's born without that. So everything forward from there. Oh, so I, he doesn't even have to bend it. Oh, that's not that. But great. Uh, yeah, how does he? How does no. he work things? Well, I reckon what they do oh, see bio, yes. bioengineering soon. What he probably has done is he probably found a way to sort of try find a software that utilizes these Legos. Not that necessarily the Legos so are that, computers. So that, Every time I hear the term Legos, I'm taking a point off. <laughs> so, so you're saying he's, I'm going to be on negative fifteen. He's at that using point. his like tech know-how to control the Lego hand, so he can with straps. So it's stra- it strapped on. Now there's got to be good to Okay. Well, mm. you know, oh, how, how, do, you, like, do you remember Stephen Hawking's computer? Yeah. That that wasn't telepathy. They have a chip that was wired up to yeah. his. Yeah. Okay, but also he's Stephen Hawking. Yeah, he, did, yeah he didn't it. make it himself, did he? Yeah, I know. How could he? This guy, this Stephen Hawking's <laughs> getting money put into him. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, he can't machine. stop other people from doing it. No, I mean, the I mean, return that, on the investment yeah, wasn't has, that good, was he it? He has crazy funding, right? This guy doesn't because he's using yeah. 
So essentially, solutions just, like a Lego arm, clever so, coding. But if it's in Lego and they said he needs software, surely there must be some sort of robotics in it. To clarify for you guys, seeing as as a you know the robotic arm has caused some controversy here. That we're not engineering students. I have exactly. no idea how it works. There is robotics involved. It's not as if like the Lego arm would in itself be fully functional, but it's controlled in a similar way to, to as Fraser described that sort of connected to sort of <laughs> neural links. But the outside, the casing and the joints and the movements of itself... All come from the Lego. Yeah. So from a story that's very heartfelt to a story that... Very heartfelt. See, but is it, though? Because it like It really is. It's I'm, not. I love Dole Jenkins. Say why it's heartfelt. Her heart did beat for the first time in about 20 years. Because but... Dole Jenkins is 100 years old. Most people who are 100-year-olds are voting for Brexit and like you know not knowing what to do with their feet. You know what I think about people that are over 100 years old? Chances. I think they should be dead, yes. They're chances. Chances. <laughs> the, the letter from the Queen is a sign to kick it off. Go on, like, get she, go on. She got one wish on her 100th birthday to be granted within reason, and she asked for two naked butlers. You know what it reminds You know what it reminds me of? Right when I'm cooking a really nice meal, and I go in my fridge and I root out all the stuff, and I see some courgettes in there, and I check the date, and I'm like, they should have been thrown out three years ago. What are you doing here? You're expired. Go. That's how I feel about this woman. I don't think it's that weird. Sorry, sorry. What what could she do? What? Oh, just euthanise her. She's old. <laughs> She's had her time. What could she do? What you could mean, she what do... What numerical value of which could no, she do? It's a waste of doing one if you're going to do one on her. She should have done one 30 years ago, like the rest of civilization. <laughs> yeah, I, I think my thought process on this is that it's it's a it's a nice... It's, it's weird in the sense of like, oh, isn't that, isn't that funny? Like, Janet's got a... Janet's got Dull. Doll. Janet's got her strippers in. Dolly. Dolly. Dolly has her strippers in. Dolly. Janet's got her morphine hooked up finally. That is a bit of a trollop's name, isn't it? Dolly. Dolly, yeah. I just, I, I think it's like now, once I heard that it was like a Make-A-Wish Foundation akin sort of charity, that just doesn't, <laughs> not anti. I'm just, I'm just thinking of anti-Make-A-Wish. Yeah. I want to meet Batman. Well, you'll meet his parents. <laughs> You know, as horrendous as some of the stuff that comes out of Fraser's mouth is, something he said in your story did stick out to me in that if this was like a hundred year old guy yeah. and it's two female strippers, Crime it's suddenly watch, not really messed up. But because it's a hundred year old woman, it's okay. To be fair, that's what makes it absurd. And this isn't me on some like men's rights thing, but like. To be fair, I've probably... been on Reddit again. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, though, men have a lower age expectancy, so let's get to 100, so they don't get the opportunity. Yeah, we don't overstay our welcome. We're like, right, time to go. I'm out. Stop trying to wish death upon this woman. Fraser versus all old Not people. just this woman, anyone above a certain age. Yeah, yeah. like, it's just out of a respect. If you're wheelchair bound in a home, what are you contributing to society? I could... Actually, no, I take that back. She's contributing employment for these poor young yeah. men who are. Which are doing an illegal job. To get job. through law school. I could maybe accept it if you were like, she needs to go, she's a sexual predator, but like... No, just too old. She's on her 100th birthday and she's getting a letter from the Queen. I reckon the Queen would probably want a letter from her inviting her around. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah, send pics. <laughs> Speaking of pictures... <laughs> <laughs> yes. Very, very good segue. Almost host-like. Don't try anything. <laughs> so, take it. It's yours. We've gone... No, it's yours. You've got it. So we started with the heartfelt, and now we're on the shame felt. <laughs> the shame felt story of how an innocent sickie turned into a young woman watching her parents have sex on a grainy VHS. The, the, the... Oh, yeah, that makes me feel something. Okay, sick, so though. not only did I think this would be the story to make me feel the most sick, it only got upstaged, but... Um... Yeah, Jay, how inconsiderate. Danny, you guys are killing my transitions. <laughs> <laughs> she Obviously, she's had a very unlucky time. She's not one the, you know... It's still scarring her this long on because the VHS tapes, that must be putting her back to you know, what, 2002 you, at the latest. You know, the amount of times I've just picked up an unmarked DVD or an unmarked VHS and I've just watched it because I'm like, well, it's not in a box. It must be amazing. <laughs> you know, most of the time it's like something stupid like my sister's christening at my parents' wedding. <laughs> was it the same thing? Oh, boring, my birth. No, my sister got a separate christening seven years after she was born because I was saving up. <laughs> True story. No, anyway, no. There's going to be no poverty aspect to this, but yeah, like, just how many how many times have you rolled those dice of life? Have you ever taken something out your? Um, once again, I was quite a good kid. I was kind of scared. You've never just watched a VHS that you're not meant to. I'd ask my mum what's on it first, and can I watch it? 
No? Any of you? No, no, not really. Just playing the lucky dip of life. Like I went, I, I looked at the DVDs, but they were generally all the VHSs I found were named. Yeah, it, they're it'd all, say they're like, always labelled. It's say like Joey, Little Acorns, you know, <laughs> Joey, <laughs> Joey, yeah, so Joey Pilot, Jay's favourite TV show, <laughs> Joey. I think I watched Joey before Friends. But yeah, imagine yeah. that. You just, I, want, I believe that. You just want to chill out. You watch your parents having sex, and then you're actually sick and distraught. I think the weird part of the story comes from the fact that she didn't immediately clock. He, he tapped the lens of the camera. He was up close in the first place, and she didn't clock then. Also, but, who taps the lens of a camera? Oh, I've just remembered... That's so the, cliche. I've just remembered the weird element of the story. Sorry, forgive me and my impotence. Um, she had... It a, wasn't... She was playing the flesh banjo whilst watching her brother and father you would, perform. You, if, you would know pretty quickly that it would be your mum and dad. Yeah. That's, that's the only... Not. That's the is, only is, like, is this true? Because, like... Jinkies, she must have missed her glasses. <laughs> um, well, it was published on a pretty big... Um, Australian magazine I did check it out because I was like no this is just some foreign weirdo spouting their fantasies but no it was a real thing so where do we stand on the whole how it's not relevant is it because it's new I get that it's recently published because the article was published ago. on the 27th of January 2019 mm. and it's just this sort of thing comes out you read one of these stories and you think oh god no I do feel like similar situations do come up though how often if, I want to call it news, but it is if, absolutely weird. If it, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah totally. If it really happened, weird. we wouldn't all be absolutely disgusted. All right, think of it as a news no, munch it, feature. You, you can have situations that happen regularly and you'd still be disgusted by them. Yeah, but, you but, know. Yeah, no, I, I, I don't see If it saying. was a common thing to accidentally watch your parents have sex on an old VHS, it wouldn't be weird. I wouldn't it's, be here discussing it. It's all in it. the cloud these days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that... Story made us all feel comfortable, but like you already said, Brad, <laughs> that was a story that apparently made you guys feel more uncomfortable as well. This is my story about a guy who's just trying to get some respect for the rectum. Absolute bastard of a man. He, I, I he's was, the poo wizard. He's not a poo wizard, but he's a poo liability. He That's what a, he is. He has a turd wand. <laughs> Wait, Did, is that just like petrified poop? No, no, he heard one. He, he he pooped into his hand, and he was like, "I like the feel of this. I'm going to start putting it in boxes to, you know, let it harden properly." So that's what I'm saying. So like, he said, it, poop. "Yeah, it feels like he said it feels like a wand. It can let me fully harness my powers." This guy's actually no, you're given me, you're given me, a platform. Jay me. has one right here that he's made <laughs> earlier. Let me get the actual quote because I feel like I do need to. You're given yeah. a platform to an absolute. Feeling the weight of it in my palm, oh, it feels no. very much like a wizard's wand. I'm experimenting now with these longer boxes to dry out a lock to use for conjuring and evoking the real potent downloads that can come through in these rituals. Again, downloads is him. I'm annoyed. I brought this here. <laughs> It's, I'm annoyed it's, it's that weird. I've had to hear about this. I'm more, I'm more annoyed by the guy. The guy infuriates me. The story is weird, and I find it quite funny. But the guy, I just want to strangle him. Why? Why, is, yeah, why do you want? To, why are you so angry? But the issue is the guy He's just is just a n- isn't he? Like, oh, we have to respect the rectum, and you know, smearing poo on my face is really therapeutic. It's, it's not about acting. It's about unacting, and I'm a video game developer for life. I know. You know but that- I want to. Oh man! I, I get it. I get it. He, that, he should have stayed in the Shire with the other Kiwi hobbits, right? If he comes near me, I'm taking an eye. Yeah, I get it. He's infuriated. Do you believe in him? Do you believe in his message? I don't. I don't believe in then his why message. Why are you spreading it? I'm, I'm sharing the story and the weirdness with you guys. That's the whole point of the show. But like, I'm you not, were championing him. You were my, all behind him. My, I feel like you my kind story. Of have to get behind people. My like story that. has a moral to it. Jay's a poo warlock. <laughs> <laughs> Jay's no. actually brought to try and make him sound dumb so no. he can take the idea and spread it across I mean, the UK. Obviously, this I'm going to spread my own feces across these walls if we carry on speaking about this match. Obviously, this guy's ridiculous and I'm kind of just presenting to you. I like, hate him. But he's, I don't think he's making it up. I don't think he's doing it as a bit. He made multiple videos weeks apart. I wonder what his make-a-wish would be. I don't know, just to... More poop. I guess. More, more poop. Laxatives. Big, big bump. Yeah, Laxatives. Oh, you beat me to it because you're quick. A high-fibrous cereal. <laughs> <laughs> bran flakes great bran taste Jordan's country flakes. crisp a box of laxatives and an empty tub of Neapolitan ice cream to just go to town on that's his dream uh, prunes and panadol you know if you gave if you gave if you gave that to a kid that's the anti-make-a-wish give it to him it's make-a-wish <laughs> okay so we've all got our pieces of paper um, where we mark each other out of five for story and presentation 
We'll be back in a sec once we have the scores. So, scores are in. Scores are in. Good. I did it twice because you like me to do it twice. Yeah, it's the thing you say. It's good. I like <coughs> it. It's your catchphrase. It, that is it's a good to have a catchphrase. Hosting, I admire and respect. You need you need that, a trademark quality. That actually means a lot to me, as you can tell by the tone of my voice. <laughs> um, so, in last place, we have Brad. Because you stared straight at me, which I, you always I know, do. But like, to be fair, I'm looking straight across you. Are, That's fair. why. I um, spent four pound on scratch cards. Oh sh. It's okay. Right. It's okay. You still got a decent mark. In Thank you. third place is Dylan. Yeah, I knew it. Because you see, the thing is, you do the first I look. Know. You're useless at it. I know. Just look down. We need a. And also, how is this out? Like that? that, that nah. nah. What do you mean? A lady one off to like her parents, and then doo-doo man versus the advancement of mankind. Doodle man. <laughs> to be fair, Jay, Jay has come last on some of the best, most interesting stories we've ever had. Mm-hmm. Baby foreskin cream one. How did he come last on that presentation? Didn't, well, you didn't win though, did no, you? No, I came for that. Like... Should have, yeah, third. <laughs> That's not last. Um, the Korean uncle system. I rated that, and you presented that well. Oh, cheers. Yeah. Wasn't consensus though. That anyway, was let's not get into bar scores. We have second place. You do. And in second place is no one because it's a first place tie between Whoa! me and Fraser. All right. What um, happens now? I don't know. We've <laughs> never had a tie before. Had a tie. Well, but we just, didn't have a just, scoring system before. Should we so just I, take it? Yeah, both I, take the point. I think, I think we both take the win. I mean, I thought I was going to come last, but... Everyone's a winner except my bank account. Congrats. Congratulations. Oh, Stop. No, let we, we need to get rid of this precedent for looking at scores. Yeah, no. Fraser does it no. first. No, I never do it. <laughs> a full-blown <laughs> argument. <laughs> oh, he's eating the paper. Oh, this is oh, it's Juice Munch. Thank you. Tune in next week. Keep it weird. Oh my God. Frank oh, there's blood wondering. in the studio. There's paper in his mouth and there's feces on the wall. Call my mum. Why? You have been listening to News Munch. This episode was broadcast on CSR FM. All our jingles and music are made by Manav Kerr. And if you like this episode, please give us a five-star review on iTunes. It really helps us out. Thank you very much for listening. <laughs>